Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing on this beautiful day? Welcome to the So Your Stay at Home podcast. My name is Kayla and I am a mama to an amazing five-year-old boy who takes up the majority of my time. I never thought this would be my life, so let's get into it. Oh my goodness, I can't believe it's already been like two weeks since the last time I recorded one of these. Anyway, so... Happy Friday the 13th. <laughs> the world is a little bit crazy. A lot has changed in those last two weeks. <coughs> um, yeah, I feel fine. <laughs> and I'm not even, like, joking. Like, I don't want to joke about anything. I don't want to talk about anything. I don't want to put any bad negative energy out about anything. I have allergies. Um, but, yeah. So, how has your day been going crazy I know right it's just like oh my gosh and I usually don't like talk about um things going on in the world but yeah there's a lot going on in the world and it feels like it's the end of the world but it's all good (coughs) we as humans hopefully we can survive this I know we can we will but There are just a lot of things. It's so crazy how much information is just, like, not coming out (laughs) and how annoying it is to hear somebody one day knowing damn well that they're lying and then two days later be like, oh, act like they never even said this stuff before. Whatever. Anyway, I didn't even want to go down that route. And I'm not going to go down that route. Listen. If we have to quarantine, mass quarantine for two weeks, then we do it. Um, I think that, like, I don't know, Amazon could maybe innovate a little faster and have a way where, like, there's minimal contact and people, they can figure out delivery. I think, like, services, like, by, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what mass, what does mass quarantine look like? in America because it doesn't like it doesn't look like it does in China I don't know anyway so that's what I wanted to talk about I'm all over the place because I feel all over that place and if you're panicked excuse me sorry that's fine because if your whole city gets locked down on quarantine you're not allowed to leave anywhere or you're not like you shouldn't leave for two weeks I mean, you do need 18,000 rolls of toilet paper. I have four pack of toilet paper that will last me because I'm the only one who needs it, uses it like that. Um, hopefully a month. Four rolls, okay? And then if anything, I'll be hopping my butt in the shower. I will survive. My kid's going to be like, why do you keep taking showers? Mom? I'm like, I got to go to the bathroom every two seconds. No. Anyway. I digress, right? Not what I wanted to talk about. So, just, we can all just stay positive. Um, get what you need to get. But there's, like, things that I have, not, I don't have concerns about. You live your life. Do whatever it is that you, you want. But, like, okay, I am a type 1 diabetic. So, my, they say my immune system is weak but then 
it, I know what it is. And it is struggling in the sense of like, I've been struggling with my health, but my diabetes has been the best it's ever been. So, <clears throat> but like, I have horrible allergies here because the weather is like, so I'm not like far enough south to where it's just constantly hot and it only gets cold like maybe a week or two weeks. But then I also, but I'm not far enough north where it's like, oh, it's winter time. So it's just like, you know, going to be cold every day. Like you have to wear like a jacket every day. There's days where I go from wearing shorts to freaking having to need like a hoodie by the end of the night. Well, I'm always cold, but still. And in my house, my house, I like it at a nice 74 degrees during the day. Sometimes I even put it up to 76 because it gets too chilly in here. Um, but like never over 78, 78, I start to like, I can't breathe. It's a little too hot. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm high maintenance like that. But I, so like there's the other day, two days ago, it was like 69 because I didn't even turn the heat on. I always turn the heat on. I don't let it go under 70 because it's frigid in here when it's on like 69 because the house is just never that cold. So, um, but I can manage 70. I can sometimes manage 69, but like it just came out of nowhere. And then by the end, so I just turned my heat on to like compensate it. And by the end of the day, by the time I realized, I'm like, man, it's really hot in here and it's like 78 degrees. And I was just like, it's like, I just didn't, it went from cold, not cold, but cold, chilly to hot anyway. So I've been struggling with my allergies this year and our weather has been up and down. So like when I was living in South Florida, I rarely had allergy problems. Uh, Only if I started working at a new place and that's because, you know, you're dealing with other people. If I could live in a bubble, I wouldn't live in a bubble, but if I could, I would. Like, I just, oh, I don't want to, people just don't take care of themselves. And the, and I can't talk shit either. I'm not like 100% healthy. I know I've been going like, <coughs> and people are like, oh my God. And I'm like, I mean, I don't go anywhere. I don't go, my school, my school, my kid hasn't gone to a school event in over a month the teacher called today and she's like, is everything okay? And I said, yeah, we're just not going to school. And I've just been saying that we were sick and we were sick. My, we got all got this cold or like ran through the house and then the weather changed again. Well, there was like one really windy day. I might've mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, but there was like one windy day and it just like trashed me. I was like, it's it the, the barometric t- or pressure, whatever it is changed you could feel it changing I was sitting there like talking to my son trying to teach him and I was like I can't even do this because I, I could just feel the pressure changing it was the craziest thing but it was just super windy anyway so fast forward like a few months a few months fast forward a couple weeks and now we are all allergy my son has like it's just really dry and then really cold. And I need a new humidifier, but we can't decide on which humidifier to buy, whether we need like a hot one for warm mist. And I'm like, I don't know why we would need cool mist, but like most of them are cool mist. <laughs> I just don't know enough. And I've, I could Google it. I say I Googled it and I haven't, I may have one day eight years ago, but not anytime soon. I'm drinking my tea. 
not my tea, it's coffee. It's like nine o'clock. I'm trying to work and I've been creating prints and I've created my logo and I'm so proud of myself. Oh, that lady was supposed to email me back. I wonder if she did. I don't know. No, she didn't. Oh, whatever. I'll give her Monday. If I don't hear anything Monday, then I'll be like, uh, can I get a proof? If I can't get a proof, can I get my money back? I was like, oh my gosh, it's still a class. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, and there's that. But anyway, it's like everyone's buying up antibacterial um, stuff, right? So I've been buying stuff like I ran out of Lysol. I spray all my bags down with Lysol before I ship them. And I always spray my trash can down with Lysol. My door handles, uh, like, every season change. Like, usually after we're sick, I spray everything down. Anyway, but so I'm running low on Lysol. And Lysol is the only thing that's going to, like, not say it's going to kill anything, but... If you look at the back of Lysol and you look at the back of like generic Lysol, like Walmart Lysol, they, Lysol has like 80 things on generic Lysol. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, but so I spray Lysol disinfectant spray. I'm sure like other disinfectant sprays, but I don't know. I've just read, I've read the back of the labels for like years and I was like, yo, this ain't got, and that's why it's cheaper. That's why it's cheaper. So just pay the extra money if you even have it available. Even besides that, pay the extra money and buy Lysol because that's what's actually going to kill like smells and the bacterias that you don't, good and bad bacterias. Anyway, speaking of that, good and bad bacterias, listen, we can't run from disease. That's one thing that we have to accept as humans is that we cannot run from diseases. We are a organism on this planet, as is everything else on this planet. And um, viruses and things like that are always going to be coming at us. And we can learn how to better um, not equip ourselves. But better protect ourselves and better protect future generations and things like that. Like my son gets, has so many more shots and stuff than I did when I was little. Not so many more, but at least one more that I know. Like the chicken pox vaccination. I didn't get vaccinated for chicken pox. I got the chicken pox. So, but then like my brother who was born seven years later than me, he got vaccinated with chicken pox. And so did my sister. And so like it's been a thing or whatever. Um... And I was so young that I couldn't even remember if I itched or any of that stuff. Um, I just remember, like, my dad being home because my mom couldn't be home because she couldn't miss work, but my dad worked for the government, so he could take a sick day. But this, again, was in 1980 or 1990, so, yeah. I don't know how that works nowadays. Anyway, besides the point. So, like, we can't run from... children were or polio came after children and freaking 
Um, and that's like a demographic that was compromised, right? I'm not trying to like, I'm, I don't give two shits if I offend anyone, but I'm trying to like make it make sense where it's like, <gasps> and to where it's instead of being like, oh my God, I can't believe you said that because I'm about to say something and to like, oh, okay, that makes a hundred percent sense, right? So like, um, AIDS, that compromised a particular group of person in the beginning or it's widespread. It did not, that didn't affect everyone because I mean, I don't know really the history on polio. I just know that my aunt had polio and, or has polio, had polio when she was a kid. Um, and so she, ow, she, um, sorry, had a brain fart. No. So it was like, and I know that a lot of kids got it. Um, a lot of kids are getting it now in like India and stuff like that. And that's why vaccinations are so, 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 so diseases. Um, the world is constantly evolving. Everything is constantly changing. Um, the, I don't know. Sorry. And that's all I can say. Not really. That's all I can say about that. But like, so we can't necessarily run from them. We can learn from them. We can learn how to eradicate diseases. Things aren't constant. Uh, and not constant, not constant. That's not what I meant to say. Things don't last forever, but they could always come back. And that's why it's so important for like people to have immunizations and, um, take care of like being necessary, like a community aspect of it. Because if your child doesn't get it, no, not if your child, if we, we take, we get our immunization so that when babies are born, they can survive past the six-month mark so that they can able to take the first dose of their immunizations, right? If that makes sense, that makes all the sense to me in the world. But it, I don't know if it makes sense to other people. But so that's what I, when I think of like immunizations, it's like, oh, so it's like I take it so that, and I get it now. I get it when I can get it so that when a newborn baby is six from zero to three months. I don't remember how, when they get their first shots, but they don't get them when they first come out and you're not supposed to bring them around anything because their immune system are just weak and they're not, they haven't experienced anything yet. Right. And there's so much out there and our bodies have adapted over time to certain bodies, not everybody's body. Um, and that's why when like new diseases pop up and it affects certain groups, more so over other groups, it might be that, It's just, you know, they just don't have that. And I don't know. I don't know because I'm not a doctor. Never planned on being a doctor. Never want to be a doctor. Uh, So, but this is just what I know. This is just what I know. So, um, when you take your, that's not what I was talking about. I don't know. I lost track of thought. I got a brain fart. Um, so anyway. Oh, so like when you, I truly believe like when you live in the place that you were like born, that's like the best part place for you to, um, 
thrive in, like, as far as, like, your immune system, because, like, you, that's where you came from, that's what you inhaled first, that's what you, your body is used, has absorbed the most of the longest, right, and then you move somewhere, and your immune system goes, it doesn't go to shit, but then, like, you get allergies, and you're like, I've never had allergies in my entire life, and then you get sick every time the freaking weather changes, and you're like, this is crazy, Um, because and you might be getting more sick than any people that live there their whole lives. And they're like, well, she's just always sick. I'm not saying that that's ever happened to me. It has happened, but as I move, but it also depends on where you move. Because, um, I don't know if it was because when I moved, because I moved to South Florida and I didn't get, I got sick a couple, like I got bad sick a couple times, but, um, I knew why I was getting sick and except for one time and um I but I had gone down there my whole life so I don't know it was like a I went to Miami every summer and like a lot of Christmases and for was there for like the two weeks and not saying that that will jump I don't know anyway I digress I wanted to talk about antibacterial soap Right. So like we can't run from diseases. We take you should they say don't take antibiotics when you're sick because then your body is not going to have a natural ability to produce the antibiotics. It won't be able to learn from the disease. And then if it sees it again, be like, bam, I know what you are. Shut you down. Right. Or you just like you're you don't get as sick the next time come around. Um, And I'm not saying that this is in a particular cold or anything. I'm just saying in general, right? So, like, don't take antibodies if you're sick, uh, unless your doctor prescribes them to you. And if your doctor's prescribing antibodies over, like, little things, you should really be like, because mm, you're just hindering your immune system. You're not only killing the bad, um, the bad bacteria, the bad bugs in your body, you're also killing the good ones. That's why women get yeast infections because they throw their freaking pH out of balance when they get uh, are prescribed antibodies and things like that. Um, another thing, if you overindulge in too much of an antibody, just like if you are not antibody, but like a good body, just as if you if your body gets overindulged in bad bugs or bad. What is the word I'm looking for? Bad probiotics, bad, they're not probiotics, but the bad ones, you know, like the antibiotics, probiotic. I don't know. Are those the same things? I should, no, I'm not Googling it. (laughs) Anyway, so whatever. So they say, so just let your body naturally, you know, do its thing. Your body is an amazing organism. It really is. It really is. It's fascinating what our human bodies can do or what anything can do. Um, life is fascinating. But with that said, you have, so you have all these people going out and buying antibacterial soap and that's great and all, but like you really should wash your hands 20 seconds under like boiling hot water. (laughs) And I know that's a horrible thing to say, but when I was in cooking school, um, I couldn't tell you if we use antibacterial soap, but he said, uh, my, my, my cooking teacher was kind of like not holistic, but he was more of like the, like explain things and like, 
layman's terms. It made everything make sense. And he's like, you're going to just, uh, it'll, it'll destroy your hands. The amount of times that you have, you'll be having to wash your hands. But if you, I don't know if that's even true. I don't want to say that, (laughs) but if you wash your hands, whatever, wash your hands, 20 seconds. Yeah. But if you're washing it with antibacterial soap, there's like two things with that. You're washing away all the bacteria on your hands. So even like the good bacteria, and if you strip yourself of your good bacteria, your body's not going to go haywire. It's just going to go haywire. It's going to reflect in some way, whether you have a breakout or a, an infection or something, I don't know, but your body will tell you that, Hey, it's too much. Like I can't, I can't handle it. I don't know. I used to wash my vagina, this is so TMI, with antibacterial soap when I was like 16 because I thought that that's what you did. And this was like 19, oh my God, how did I even say 19? It was like 2000, right? Um, and like my OBGYN never said anything to me. So, like, I didn't think it, but then as I got older and it was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that anymore. Like, I don't use, just water, just water. And that really does, like, work the best. It really does. And you'd be amazed. Um, anyway, that's not what I wanted to talk about. Or that's not where I was trying to go with that. So, yeah, but the antibacterial. So, like, I went to the store and bought, like, I already had soap. Enough soap for like two months. Excuse me. Ooh. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> and, but then I was like, well, I just, I'm running, I'm low on one bat. I like to, all my bathrooms to have soap and I usually buy a backup, but I haven't bought antibacterial soap in years. Um, and that is because, yeah, it's, you're literally killing all the bacteria, even the bad bacteria. You're killing the good bacteria too. The only time I'm like super hesitant about it is when I'm cooking. I do like to have antibacterial soap, but I don't, I still don't have it. Um, and what I do is I really try hard not to touch the meat. I use gloves. And if I have to like come in close, close contact with the meat and then I wash my hands in extremely hot water right away. And you know what? You get used to it because my grandmother... She was 90 when she passed away, but she still cooked up until she was like 85 and like doing her dishes and maintaining and keeping after herself. And then, and I one time put my hand in like her dish, like her water. And I said, woman, that shit is hot. And she just looked at me like, mm, that ain't nothing. And I'm just so like, you get used to it eventually. Um, or you just lose all feeling in your hands. I don't know. As you age, I don't know. Um, but like, yeah, if you hold hot plates over and over and over again, you'd be amazed at how hot that plate can actually get before it's like a thing. And it's just a, I don't know if it's, if you're building, I don't know if you're damaging, I don't know. I used to hold hot plates for like 10 years. And I mean, I have, I think I have decent sensory in my fingers. I don't have like super dry hands, but I always had lotion, always had lotion with me. Not necessarily sanitizer, but I always had lotion. Anyway, so then there's that. And you're just, the bacteria goes into the, um, into your drains, which is not 
supposedly, I'm going to say, no, shit, screw it, is not good for the environment in the sense of like you're washing all of the good bacteria that the earth creates and has that good bacteria and bad bacteria that grows in those, that growth, growth, all of it. You're just washing it all away every time you wash it down the drain. I don't judge you. Do what you want to do in your life. I'm just saying. That's the reason why I, I'm not all into that. Another thing. Um, it wasn't sanitizer. What was it? That was it. Was it the antibacterial? Oh, and then, yeah, just especially women, be careful with this whole, like, keeping your immune systems great. If you suck at taking care of yourself, you have to work slowly at taking better care of yourself. If you've always, every single day, you had a probiotic drink and you've eaten your whatever, all these things to keep you healthy, then fine. I think your immune system won't, like, it won't, you you doing a little extra in my eyes, wouldn't do any. I mean, again, I am not certified anything. I'm just going off of experience of things that I've done to myself and on accident and the outcomes that I've had from them. Um, so, yeah, I don't think that. But if you, like, suck at taking care of yourself, if you've never eaten a fruit or a freaking vegetable in your life, you should start. But... Don't go out and just buy all these immunity booster things and like, cause that's going to throw your body, your body's not going to know how to handle, it's going to be an overload. It'll be an overload. Go slowly, break those tablets in half, eat one gummy. I don't know what the prescribed stuff is. I'm just saying like, take it, be cautious. Don't, don't panic. Cause when you panic, that's when you get confused and you get uncomfortable and you make decisions that you usually wouldn't make in a non-panic situation. I just want everyone to be safe and make smart decisions. Um, and yeah, you might be hitting more podcasts if we have to go on, but what is the quarantine? Did I say that already? I feel like I did. What does quarantine look like in America? I don't know. Um, but again, oh, and that was another thing I just wanted to real quick touch on. So just for like perspective, I did a little number and I only did it on China and the US of A um, for the simple fact of y'all can't stop talking shit about each other. So let's put it in perspective, right? I'm a numbers person. I love numbers and I truly do love numbers. Numbers make it make all sense. I don't think that made sense, but it makes it all makes sense. <laughs> and um, I one time did a calculation on like if men, I'm sure I said this in a podcast and maybe I didn't, but real quick, fun side notes. These are just math equations now. So if you want to click out, talk to you soon, peace out. I'll see you. I'll talk to you in a couple weeks. I don't know, maybe this quarantine, but I've been a stay at home mom. Now I'm just rushing everything together. I've been a stay at home mom for five years. I worked full time for set for four, seven months. And then I, my son, and then I went into, and then I like moved and then I went into like part-time, super part-time and then, um, main, main focus on my kid. And then, um, I went into, I just quit my job and did like my small business. Um, and it hasn't like taken off or anything. So I'm not like saying, 
oh, look, I just went from here and here and it all worked out. It hasn't all worked out yet, but I'm not giving up ever. Um, it's just crazy to think of it. It was like over 130 people have like more than that. Cause I put out, I've sold more than that. I've sold like 200 bags and that's just crazy that like they own something of mine. Like it's mine. Anyway. <coughs> and in that sense, like I'm 1000% satisfied. I am. Um, I got to drink something. My throat is just dry. I have this awesome cup that's like um one of those knockoffs that keep them warm all the time or your beverage cold for long. <coughs> <coughs> Ooh, sorry. And I have coffee from like <coughs> ever ago. Anyway, let's just talk, right? Because I could talk for days now. And it, but I'm not going to. I am going to wrap this up within like the next five minutes. Hopefully. So... Yeah, I did this equation once and it was like, <coughs> sorry, got to interrupt it. I did this equation once and it was about how many, if, okay, if we were only put on this earth to reproduce, how many babies could a woman have and how many men, how many men could men have, how many babies could men have in respect of like a lifetime. And I think with like a lot of math, um, the number I got was like men could have 900,000 babies and women could have like 45 and men would have to have like 40 different partners. No, way more than that, like 200 something partners Um, or maybe a thousand partners. I don't know. I don't really remember. That wasn't what I was getting to, but yeah, I just thought that was a cool equation. Anyway, so I did a new equation on this whole thing and in retrospect, China has like 80,000 cases of the virus. America has maybe 3,000, 2,000, I think 2,000. Um, okay, so if you take that number and you divide it by both populations, so you take 80,000 divided by um, which McCall's population of 1.4 billion people, and then you take our infection rate and or infection number and you divide it by our population of like 300 million plus or whatever then our infection rate is higher than China's infection rate um because I know like you say 80,000 but then you also gotta remember that they have 1.4 billion people how crazy is that that's just crazy they've just been around for a really really long time that's how I look at it I know that they had like a baby boom, but they've still been around for a super long time. Anyway, um, and so yeah, there's that. And but then, if you look at the death rate, China's is like one percent more. Ours is about is ours is like point one percent and theirs would be 0.2 percent and then our infection rate is like 0.6 percent of our population and theirs is point like five or four um of their population I only did those two because I don't know but yeah just stay safe out there wash your hands don't touch your mouths um and stay home if you can I haven't gone like I said my kid hasn't gone to school in a month and I was just like, I don't want to be around. Like, we missed, they had a youth fair. We didn't do that. We weren't doing, going to do, I mean, we would have if, you know, but nah. 
we didn't do that because people were in denial and I was like I'm not in denial this teacher's like have a great spring break have fun if you guys go anywhere and I'm like I ain't going we ain't going nowhere we're gonna stay at home and get through school as fast as we can um the only thing is that like I hope that or get as much as we can before like the servers become overwhelmed because uh, they're gonna have a whole bunch of kids on virtual school I'm sure of it and yeah how are they gonna do that how are they gonna do they can't even manage the website normally oh I hate our virtual school website I swear it's like a college kid's thesis and if it I'm no disrespect to the kid who did that website but it's just super fudgy I couldn't do it and it's just like repetitive stuff and you're like god these kids my son's like are we doing this again and I'm like yeah I'll write an email but anyway just stay safe wash your hands don't give people hugs or kisses um do like the Japanese and bow um and but just be respectful and be kind to one another and remember that um you could easily be walking a mile in anyone's shoes at this point so just be thoughtful kind and respectful and no judgment here if you're a hoarder be a hoarder um if you're not a hoarder or preparer, then maybe you should start doing that once in a blue moon. I don't know. I try to, like, get ahead of the storm, right? So, like, I have a bunch of water. <laughs> and there was stuff in the grocery stores, like, all but Not hand sanitizer. That stuff had been gone. But, like, there was stuff in the grocery stores all up until, like, Donald Trump made that, uh, whatchamacallit. And then it all left. But I've a hundred thousand percent sure that this virus has been in this country since they let those people but it could have even been in the country before that but who knows who knows right just just say a little prayer and i'll pray for everyone who listens and thank you for listening shout out to oh my god i forgot the country so like my last podcast has done my best which i'm so happy for because it just makes me happy um and so shut but there was like a country it was like America and then like 40% of the listeners were from the other one and I can't remember off of, I think it's like Hungary I don't know where that is but I'm gonna google it probably won't but it sounded good okay my outros are coming at you now so that is it for this beautiful day thank you so much for tuning into this episode of so your stay at home It means so much to me that you are spending some of your day to listen to me rant about whatever. You can always find me on Instagram at S-E-W, your stay at home. You can also find my bags and products at threeofakindbags.com. Thank you again for all of your support and I hope your week is just as amazing as you are. I will talk to you soon.